Good evening. What's up, everybody? This is your host of the Beyond the Mundane Mission podcast, Reverend Corey Jackson. Uh, and tonight, we greet you as always in the name of God, our Father, uh, His Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the Comforter, who is the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, we give all the shout outs that we always give to all the people who help make this podcast what it is. Uh, to my brother in his absence tonight, Pastor Tim, Pastor Timothy Kowser, Pastor Timothy Kuzar, or Pastor Tim, if you're a pl close personal friend like myself, um, to the Master Chief himself, a.k.a. Trevor Stevens. Uh, we bless God for these brothers and everything that they do. Tonight, though, I'm joined by a very special guest, uh, the one, the only, Bernadette B. Jackson, my rib, my wife, my good thing. Um, I bless God for her, and I thank God that she's joining me tonight. Um, and so with that being said, baby, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. What's up? What's up? It's good to be with y'all tonight. Outstanding. Outstanding. We're glad to have you on tonight. So we're going to just talk a little bit. It's kind of a freestyle tonight. It's a freestyle. No real. I haven't really sat down and did a bullet sheet about what we're going to talk about because it's me and you. And um, we are blessed to have been married now for 31 years going on almost 32. What? Yeah, I know. What? Right. It's crazy. It's crazy. I still remember when I met you in the halls of Fairfield Central High School. Taking your time. Get out my way. <laughs> Moving on on the hall, trying to get to my world history class, holding you up. So uh, it's, it's, it's excellent and exciting to have you on the podcast. Um, and eight episodes in, you 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 made it. I made finally it. made it. He finally gave me an extended an invitation. What? You what always, is that about? You always invited. You are always invited. Um, but tonight, as we as we come in and we talk, you know, just it's amazing. And, and as we do, um, you know, we give all honor and glory to God for the platforms that He's given always, us, always. the 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 doors that He's opened for us the opportunities that he's provided for us to share the gospel, to share our testimonies, um, just to be able to declare the goodness of the Lord to those who are here to encourage people who are uh, in love with Jesus and who are striving to go through and um, continue to press toward that mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ, to married people who are striving to fulfill and and, 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 and uh, reach that place where um, this becomes like breathing. Uh, it's amazing though. Marriage, um, as you and I know, um, getting married at, I was 21 and you were 20. That's right. That's right. And so I tell people a lot of times getting married that young, um, you grow up together. That's right. Because a lot of times when you're that young, yeah, you know, you have a lot of growing to do socially, uh, mentally, emotionally. And so being married from that age, I tell people like, you know, you I look at it like this. So I was 21. You were 20. So when you look at how you grow and the things you look forward to when you're younger, 
you know, when you're in high school, you can't wait to become 18. Right. And then when you hit 18, you know, and you see like, okay, the, the 18, the ceiling kind of levels out and there's certain things that you still don't have access to and still can't do and feel limited. So then you're looking forward to 21. So True. from 18 to 21, there's that growth spurt. And then from 21, you kind of looking at that thing and and then from 21 to 25 is another stage, right. and, you know, then from 25 to 30. So I kind of look at it like that. And so what was it like for you being married at such a young age? And just a little background, everybody, we're both the babies of our family. Um, my wife is Bernadette is the youngest of 12. She's a baby girl of 12 siblings. Um and I'm the youngest of 11. And so uh, my mom always used to tease us and say, y'all two babies, how y'all going to take care of each other? Y'all don't know nothing about taking care of each other because y'all two babies. So how how was it like the first, you know, the first few years for you in your eyes, um, as you can remember, because I know with lupus and, and everything, and we'll talk about that, too. Um, but just. You know, if as you reflect on those those first few years of marriage and, and, and think about it, how was that like? Well, for me, it was it was exciting um, going in because, you know, you have you're so in love and, uh, and you you have this new relationship and you you you've, you've taken the vows and now you have to commit to those vows and. You have this other person that you have to put before you before yourself now. And it's no longer, you know, what I want to do. You know, it's about, you know, what we want to do or what we need to do. But going into it, 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 it was just so, so much, so, so much to look forward to the, you know, the thrill of it, you know, being not having to leave to go home. You know, yeah, you yeah. know, we we're together always, you know, yeah. day in and day out, you know. Boy, you just made somebody, you just made somebody quiver and oh, shiver the out there. They thought about that day in, day out. And it's like, ooh, ooh, ooh Mufasa. You know, that person is right there beside you, you know, they're right there to your left or right. And you're like, you still here? Yeah. You haven't left yeah, yet? But yeah. no, we made this commitment. And there's no going home now. You, you in it. You know, the crazy thing about that, though, you know, I don't understand. I don't know. Because that's part of, of marriage that, like, as we think about the romantic nature of meeting this person that you feel is your soulmate, mm. prayerfully, you yeah. know, unless you like, what was that governor we had, Sanford, that said that yeah, he, he was married Sanford. to his wife and then he said he met his soulmate and was, right. you know, so, so, <laughs> so prayerfully, as you're entering into this, you are, you're aware of the fact that this is a forever, forever this is ever. a forever commitment. This is, this is as long as I'm alive, Right. this person is going to be with me. And just like you said, you know, when you're dating and you have to, well, you know, when we were dating and, and because we were still in high school when we started dating and then I left to go to college and came back and was still in college, um, you know, and, and, and straight up and down, just, our upbringing, our parents, and and growing up in the church, it wasn't no living together right. before you get married. No. You weren't gonna you weren't no. gonna play house. No. You you if you wanted to be together, you were going to do it right in the sight of God. That's right. And and so um, that's one of the things I wonder. You know, when people 
are getting married. And as I counsel them, I, 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 you know, as you, and, and it's funny, as you, as you say that, as I counsel people, a lot of times, that's something that I just automatically kind of like think, okay, you guys know that this is forever. And like, this is the person that you're going to wake up with. This is the person you're coming home to from work. This is a person you're going to sit down and eat dinner with. This is a person when you lay your head on the pillow, you'll be laying beside and prayerfully say goodnight. I love you too for the rest of your life here on earth. Right. Like, and so for me, when you said that, it was funny to me because I was like, somebody out there probably that's dating that might be listening to this might be like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it's good to, to say those things that really people take for granted that you might think is something that people just think, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Right. And so for us, how for I, I want to hear from your perspective, how did how did it how did it not become a grind? Because as much as we think about the romance of marriage and, and, and all of the fairy tale nature of marriage, you just said it. This is the person that you're waking up with, spending all your time with, you know, some people, not all your time, but right. the majority, the of, majority your of your time with and everything you do is a commitment and, and, and it involves that other person, anything that's major. So, so for you and your words, how did that I hope it never became a grind for you. Like it's never been a grind for me, but how did it not be a grind for you? It was not a grind for me because it was something that I wanted yeah. and I, and I was determined to work at it, to, to make yeah. it, you know, the best, you know, a lot of people go into marriage and they, they, they think, or they, they know they want to get married, but they haven't thought about it long-term. They're excited about the, the ceremonial part of it. You know, they, oh. they got that ring, you know, that, that, yeah. big, that big, beautiful, you know, two and a half carat diamond ring. And that thing is beautiful. Uh. And, you know, they, yeah. they're excited. Yeah. Their friends are excited for them and they're planning. And all these plans are, like you said, beyond the mundane, they're, you know, they're grandiose. Thinking, yeah, yeah, grandiose. Yeah, it's they're like, yeah. About that cake and that beautiful dress. Now that they get to go to David's bridal and, and, and go through all these dresses and try on and all this. But like yes. I said, for me, it was, it was personal. You know, I wanted, I wanted to be your wife. I was excited to be your wife. And I was, I was determined that I was going to make it, you know, make our marriage the best, you know, in God's eyes, the way he, Praise the God. way that he, you know, ordained marriage, you know, nothing was going to come in and separate me, you know, from nothing, let's say like nothing was going to interfere with my marriage because you are now not just my husband, but you're my partner. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I love you friends and all, but you know, I got to check my, I got to check in with my husband. I got to, you know, I just can't leave and say, you know, you know, well, he'll, he'll do this for himself. He'll, you know, He'll make dinner for himself. No, it, it ain't like that. Wow. You know, you got to put wow. some, you got to put them on the back burner. You got a husband. Yeah. The friend. You got a husband. Now you got to, you got to, you got to put things in, in, in perspective now. Well, see, the crazy thing is, and, and as you say that, like you, you know, um, it's, you said that's, this is what you wanted, you know, and this is what I wanted to, um, and when you when you want something, you you you're willing to 
like you said, work at it and 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 put effort into it. You know, the one thing for me, the reason uh, it never became a grind is because we're best friends. Mm-hmm. Like like we we are yeah. actually literally <laughs> best friends. It, it's like. <laughs> We talk about everything yeah. and that's not cliche. Right. We talk about everything. Um, something I learned from my dad and watching my dad and my mom is I don't argue. I'm not an arguer. Right. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I'm not going to. Right. And, and, and I bless God for your personality, your demeanor that, um, you know, we find we, we found ourselves when we had those times of, of having discussions and things getting serious that um, we still were able to just talk it out, talk through it and enjoy that time of, you know, even if it was difficult and even if we we had to kind of chill for a minute, mm-hmm. those things were not as hard because right. we both wanted this. And then the thing for me was the vows, right? Like, like going into this, um, having to sit down and talk to your mom and dad. Yeah. Like I'm 21 years old and I got to sit here and talk to grown people mm-hmm. and ask them about being able to marry their daughter. Um, that's something that, that may be traditional and it's, it may be something that seems like it's antiquated, but it gives a different dimension. It takes this a little bit more beyond the mundane when you actually sit down with an That's adult right. and you have a conversation about marrying their child. Right. And you actually look at the responsibility for you as a man, because your father talked to me at that point, he talked to me, man, to man. Right. And he talked to me, man, to man about taking care of you. And I remember he said, you didn't ask to leave this house. But I'm asking to 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 take you from this house. That's right. So I need to be prepared to take care of you so that you don't have to come back to the house. Right. And and, and so just being able to have that conversation and hear it from a man that I respected, uh, uh, uh and, and a lady that I respected, and, and Miss Eloise and 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 um, and Pop, as we <laughs> call them affectionately, That's have right. transitioned and have transitioned, have yeah. been you know been in glory for some while. But just just being able to sit there and have those butterflies, have those nerves, have those jitters, but having to have that conversation. Um, my sister, Frankie, is funny because I don't know how <laughs> the word got back to Blair that I had asked you to marry me before. And I had talked to your parents before I had talked to mom and dad like I'm tripping because it was just the four of us <laughs> in on this thing. So you had to tell somebody. No, nah, just no, no. but but regardless, you know, then she's kind of, you know, my sister Frankie, my big sister, Minister Jackson, like, you know, raised me up from a pup. And uh she was like, Yeah, so you getting married. So you talked to mom and dad yet? Man. <laughs> so my family, my my siblings like to apply pressure. But anyway. Right. It, it it never it doesn't it didn't become a grind and it's not a right. grind because of the love yeah because of the understanding of the the for me the weight of the vows and it's not a weight that's a burdensome weight mm-hmm. it's a weight that that causes reverence because I was taking these vows in front of God that's right and I was making this vow yeah to you and this covenant relationship we were establishing 
was in the sight of God. And both of our parents, we talked, I talked to them, mm -hmm. you know, I, I talked to my mom and dad, you know, and I remember telling my mom and dad that you were the woman, you were the person, you were the one that, that God had ordained or that God had uh, made for me. Made for you. And, and so I, I live this, I understand this, and I, and, and I understand when you take a vow and you say something and you put God's name with it, you better not lie on God. Right. You right. better not take, you know, we, yeah. we, you better not take his name lightly or in vain and, and say, I'm going to put this on God so it'll sound good. Mm -hmm. you, you need to think about that thing because if he allowed, he, he, he didn't, he, he didn't strike me. So, so he knew I was telling the <laughs> truth because that's what I believed in my heart. Right. And that's what I knew in my heart. So when I said that you were the one that God created for me to be my wife mm -hmm. at, at such a young stage in, in, in my infancy, in my walk as a believer, cause we were, we were, we were, we were babes when we started out that's right. on this journey in Christ, yeah. as well as still being young and kind of wet behind right. the ears as, exactly. as a couple. Right. But, but, but God is awesome because I say this, and I stand on this, that God will give you every opportunity to, to live up to what you say he said. And when I said, God said, you were the one for me, mm -hmm. then he gave, he's given me every opportunity, every opportunity to live up to the fact that I said, he said that. And so in reverencing and honoring God and, and, and wanting to honor God and taking care of the gift he gave, has given me and you mm -hmm. and, and, and our parents honoring them and, and just you know, wanting to take care of you and love on you and treat you, you know, the 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 best, give you the best I could, treat yeah, you with that. all my all my love, all yeah. my heart, all my respect, pour all that on you. Yeah. Um, that was what I want. So it's not a grind. So when I see you, I smile. <laughs> and I was gonna ask you, um, I just want to share this when when you reference when you reference you were talking about mom and dad, your your parents, and I look growing up at my mom and, and my and my dad who were both god-fearing um, god-fearing people who raised me to to love god to know god and that was the best lesson that they could have have given me um was the introduction to to know god for myself and i i'm grateful for that but i watched my mom you know, as she worked every day and as she raised her family and how she took care of us and how she made sure that, you know, we we did certain things. And and everybody always gave me a hard time because wherever she went, I was right there with her and I was grown and married, but I was still, you know, holding on to her dress tail. I was still following wherever she went. I wanted to I wanted to be like her i wanted yeah. i wanted that yeah. that that mentality that she had to take care of her family to make sure that her family was well to make sure that you know if there was somebody that needed food that you know she whenever she cooked for her for her family she cooked enough so just in case somebody dropped by so and then i remember when we were when we were dating before we even knew each other in high school and i met you in the hallway you know when you turn to look at me and I smile and I've been smiling, you know, for 31 years because Praise God. you just bless me. And you, you, you're, <laughs> you're, you're a lot of, you're 
so much fun to be with. You know, you you brighten my day and I just look forward to every day, you know, Praise you know God. he's going to do something. You know, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know, this this is a this is a blessed relationship it is. and I'm grateful it for it. So, it you know, just so it's not a grind for me. Yeah, it's a privilege. That's what and I'm it's saying. a blessing. That's what I'm saying. You know, the, the, it's amazing that you reference. And, and it's, it's, it's funny because ironic as I listen to you, because a few weeks ago in Sunday school, you talked about um, you talked about your mother and when she transitioned mm -hmm. and you had never had that conversation with me. You never told me those things. You never said that um, the conversation you had with God and, and how you were feeling. Mm -hmm. and, and it's, it's, I love to hear you talk because in hearing you, I hear the spirit of the Lord. I hear the maturity. Mm -hmm. I hear the woman of God that I'm in love with. And yeah. I hear the spirit of God that I touch and agree with that allows me to know who you are. Yes. And, and because I know who you are and whose you are, then there's, there's always that mind of understanding that we're going to be moving in the same direction same because direction. we know God and we're led by the spirit of God and we know our roles. I looked at my dad mm -hmm. and, and, and my dad, to this day, and I know a lot of people say this, uh, he's the best man I I have known in my yeah. life. Um, my role model, my hero, like my dude, like that, that, <laughs> that, like, I mean, to watch such, him such sweet and loving spirit take care of us. Yeah. And and you know, mm -hmm. see the sacrifices that he made. My dad worked hard. My dad worked hard. My dad hauled pulp wood. Um, that was what, that was kind of what was in before all these logging outfits came in. And so I'm the youngest of 11. And so by the time I got to high school, you know, my dad and, you know, my dad was, was up there near retirement age, but he was still working two jobs. He was working, hauling, he would get up in the mornings, um, early, like he would get up and he would be out the door by five, five thirty in the morning to go haul pulpwood. And he would get however many loads in and then he would come home. He's a diabetic now. He would come home. He would make him some Brussels sprouts and something else. And he'd have some lunch. He'd take a shower, shave, get cleaned up. Now, he would go to Louis Rich smelling good. Now, that dude would go. He, you know, so that's why I get my cologne. My, my, my cologne game is tight because his was. But he would shave and shower, shave, get cleaned up. And he would... um he would go work second shift at Lewis Rich and he worked second shift and he would work from two to 11, you know, get home 1130, uh, go to bed, get up and do it all over again. Mm -hmm. And just sacrifice for us, right. you know, right. and, and I bless God for that example. And I wanted to be like my pop. Mm -hmm. I may not have wanted to work, I didn't want to haul pulpwood. I did not want to work at Lewis Rich, but I wanted to take care of my family or my wife like my dad took care of us. Right, right. I, I wanted to, I wanted to emulate him mm -hmm. and be like him mm -hmm. in his spiritual walk, 
in his in his in his rearing of his family and being married. I remember we had a conversation. One of the best times <laughs> that we had with my mom and dad, like, mm-hmm. was I remember one Saturday we went out there and um, like everybody was gone. Almost yeah. everybody was everybody was scattered, and so it was just us yeah. and them. And it was our first time having a conversation with them as a married couple. Yeah. And 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 in that conversation, the the seeds of wisdom that was sown from that. But I I remember saying to 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 him, I was like, I said, Dad, you fooled me. You made. He said, What you talking? About? I said, You made y'all made marriage look easy. I was like, I never saw you and Mom argue. Never saw y'all argue or upset with one another. And they both told us, Well, there are certain things that we agreed that we would never do in front of our children. And right. one of them was arguing. He told me, he said, well, it wasn't that I was never upset. He said, but those times when I would sit out in the store, when it would be storming and I'd be out there or it'd be cold and I have a fire going and I sit out there or I get in my truck and ride to go do this. He said, that's when that that's those times where those feelings, I guess would manifest or he would right. deal with it. Yeah. But it's just the fact that when, when, when you have godly parents, mm-hmm. And they set the right example in front of you. It, it's amazing how that inspires and touches children. That's right. And, and so because they watch everything, they watch they everything. Watch They're little sponges, everything. man. They're little sponges. They watch and see everything. Yeah. And and so it's just amazing. Like, you know, for me to to be with you and for us to still to be together 31 years later, it's like you said, it's a privilege. It's yeah, an honor. It is. You know, you 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 always complimenting me or not compliment well you compliment me but that's not what I'm where I'm going you 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 always say thank you um and you're always sharing how grateful you are for different things um that I do and, and you said it a moment ago but it's it's a privilege it's yes, an it honor and a privilege to take care of you yes um you know we've been dealing we've been you've been You've been diagnosed with lupus over 16 years now. Mm-hmm. We've been dealing with it for over 16 years now. And I've been blessed to be with you on this journey and take care of you, yeah. um, to be a part of taking care of you and, and and going. We've gone to doctor's appointments. We've gone to, you know, been in emergency rooms six <laughs> times in, in day, three days, three, you know. And so yeah. it, it's, it's like, you know, we've been through that aspect of it. Um, but it's an honor and a privilege to take care of you because I love you. And I remember there was this, there was in 2013 when mom and mom died in February, um, dad hadn't, dad had not passed away yet. Um, because it was, he passed away in October in 2013, mom in February, but in between you, you had a, a, a stay in the hospital, um, mm-hmm. And you had a long stay in the hospital. Very long stay. And I remember um, coming home at nights, and those were those were the longest drives, and, and getting here and getting to a house that was empty, um, cold. Mm-hmm. You know, I I can remember having because my days were long because I was going to work, coming by, seeing you, staying as late as I could, coming home. I can remember coming home and, and the house just not being the same. Right. And, and and I would, you know, after I talked, I would come in and I would just crash on the couch. I wouldn't even, sometimes I wouldn't even change clothes for, I wouldn't even get in the bed because, mm-hmm. you know, I missed you so much, but it just, that absence, That's right. you know, that absence, yeah. that, that, that absence of you not being in the house, it was felt. And, you know, I, I, I bless God that 
we're still here and and we're together and and he's kept us through the things that he's kept us through um you know I, i just i know that every time i get an opportunity i like to share with young couples um just the different things about marriage that they may not look to or think about and sometimes as a pastor it's difficult counseling no let me tell you it's not difficult um to counsel people um who don't know the lord you just got to talk to them about you plant the seed of the gospel um you share um biblical principles understanding that there are certain things that they're not going to grasp because they're biblical principles so you share life principles Mm -hmm. with them um but sharing with couples and even people who've been dating for a while, people who've been together for a while, sharing things with them to help them understand that marriage requires your you being present. Yeah, it does. Not just in the house, right. but being present in the relationship. In the relationship talking to one another, mm-hmm. asking each other's day, right. being present in the yeah, moment. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's one of those things that it's amazing that, you know, I, I just being present in the moment and, 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 and understanding different things about your spouse and coming to understand how to honor your spouse and love on your spouse and, you know, what matters, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and it's just, you said so much at the beginning of this, but understanding how it, how, what it means to put your spouse ahead of just, you. Yeah, that's right. You have to. You have to. You have to. You have to. I've been talking for a minute. You can. <laughs> well, the the thing is, you 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 learn when you're when you've been in a in a relationship as long as we have that. When you go in, you know, you're you're two, but then the two become one, and it's no longer about you no anymore. You know. Yeah, you still have your your wants and things that you desire, but you know you you got to think about the person that that you committed to. You know how do they feel? You know what 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 would they like? You know what's their favorite meal? You know what can I do to make his or her you know day better yeah. or brighter? Yeah. You know I always tell I always tell Corey that. It's a little thing. It's just a little yeah. simple things. You know, it doesn't have to, it, it's nothing big. It, it doesn't have to, you don't have to buy me anything extravagant. You know, you can get up and, and put me a piece of toast in the toaster and boil me an egg and I'm fine. You know, that that's good. I'm happy. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't take a whole lot to, to, what, what am I, to, to, to make me happy <laughs> because God has blessed me with so much. So it's just those little minute things that we take for granted. You know, I'm grateful so, for that. So one of the things <laughs> that I, I love when you, when you talk and be sharing the biblical principles, when you talked about um, and, and, and God said it to Adam and Eve concerning uh, when they would be joined together, that, that the two would be no more and it would be one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, for me, just just for everybody to understand, uh, 
God sets the bar in everything, right? right? Yes. So when, when God sets the bar and you understand that he's your source mm-hmm. and you have somebody that you love and that loves you, but first and foremost, you both love God. Mm-hmm. Then you look to the joy, you look to the, to, to, to God's joy being the strength of your life. Mm-hmm. And when you both look to heaven and mm-hmm. understand that the source of your joy sits in heaven and God has mm-hmm. blessed you and pulled your, your rib for for men god has pulled your rib alongside of you for women god has pulled your covering alongside of you this right. is we're talking bible now That's so right. we're going beyond the mundane <laughs> right now so, mundane. so 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 what happens is is that is that that you recognize the blessing that god has given you and right. you understand that to be successful in your marriage you have to steward your marriage because it, it it really belongs to God. Because when He blesses you and bring you together, then you have to commit it back into His hands. And, and, and we didn't do that right away. Right. We takes, had to grow into that. Right. And, it, and it can't be all on one person. There you go. It takes it 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 takes both of you to to do that. Exactly. One person can't do it all. Mm-mm. And the, and the funny thing is, and and so, um, going back for a moment. Because the reason I, I wanted to I wanted us to to kind of put that 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 out there is because Paul said that in whatever stage of of, of life I'm in, I've learned to be content. Mm-hmm. I've learned how to abound when I have an abundance, and when I don't have much, I've learned how to be a base. Right? right. So so so, fellas and ladies, mm-hmm. I do more than give my wife toast and yeah, eggs he does. He, but he, he's, but he's right the there. thing about it is the thing <laughs> about it is is um understanding that what what bernadette was speaking of was was contentment in god mm-hmm. and allowing you to have contentment in your life and in your relationship and enjoy every blessing that god right. pours out on you mm-hmm. because Everything that God allows your spouse to do for you, that's going to be something that will build you up or somebody's going out of their way to think about you and do something for you, mm-hmm. then then bless God for that and let them know you appreciate it. Right. Right. So right. you may not, you know, sometimes you, you, you're you going through and when you get married in certain times in your marriage, things may get tight. You know, I uh, with Bern doing, dealing with Bernadette dealing with lupus. Uh, there was a time when she had to come off her job. She couldn't work no more. That's a funny story. I have to tell y'all that later because <laughs> Lord have mercy. But but when she came off her job, things got a little got a little tight after, you know, some things. And so um, one Christmas, you know, she wrote me a letter and that was my Christmas oh, gift. Still yeah, that's, still, that's <laughs> on my wall right now. I framed that letter. She printed it on some nice paper, but she wrote it. She typed it up. She printed it on some nice paper. And I was so proud of that letter. I was so blessed by that letter. I I, I let my brother Bishop read it. I, I let I was so blessed by that and so proud of that. You 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 could have you would have thought that that was. <laughs> Uh, a, a Jeep Rubicon with a red <laughs> ribbon on it, four door hard top, black on black on black on oh, black. Shout out to black on uh, black. <laughs> shout out to Lecrae. I know. Um, right? <laughs> but that's what it is. Like that, that, that love 
being given from the heart. Yeah. And, and so you look at that and you you begin to be, you, you grow to a point to honor God in that and honor your spouse in that mm -hmm. and understand the blessing and the privilege that is to be um, married to someone who loves Jesus enough to, to want to do whatever they can do to be a blessing to you. Right. Uh, it's not all about, you know, my wife, um, she, I, I know what her favorite purse is. Um, I know what her favorite <laughs> perfume is. I know who makes the shoes that she likes. <laughs> and when I can, I try to bless my wife in that way as well. Mm -hmm. But I'm grateful that my wife does not look to that right, no. only. Right. And she's grateful for even the little things. Even the little things. Man, our wash machine was out for about oh two months. God. I'm lugging clothes <laughs> back and forth to the laundromat, like, you know. <laughs> And, and my wife is 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 very she she takes care of the house. She runs a tight ship. She takes care of the house. The house is clean, smells good, is beautiful, neat and in order. Um, and, and she does a wonderful job, even dealing with what she deals with on the day to day with this lupus. And and, and when I brought that washing machine home <laughs> and got it hooked up, and and um, you know, she was able to start back washing clothes again, like running my water bill up every day. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But to wash clothes routinely and just to be able to keep the house in order, like just to see how, the smile on her face for having a washing machine again. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, it's a blessing. Like, but you know, just, just to, just to kind of, you know, just continue to talk about being married and, and being together, you know, um, sometimes, I I I I kind of I kind of share with people about need you know needing air quotes their space mm -hmm. like um you know understanding that yeah everybody's built different you know um everybody's you know you you know some people to 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 be with each other as much as we are with each other some people that's not how they're built and they have that understanding and agreement in their marriage of having Separate, separate time times. which is crazy to me like i you good that's cool but going on two different vacations i ain't down no. with that um <laughs> i'm going with you but the thing you know like i say i get it everybody has you know it's different and 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 not not right. not you know my only thing to that is just be careful mm -hmm. and mindful of where you are and who you're with mm -hmm. because everybody doesn't have your best interest at heart when you have a solid relationship of, 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 of that's built on 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 a great and in, in, in unshakable foundation of Jesus Christ, you have to be aware of who you're dealing with, always, and know who's in your circle, mm -hmm. know who's calling themselves your friend, know who's trying to cozy up to you, mm -hmm. because everybody that's looking at how God has blessed you is sometimes looking at and designing on how they can take that from you, right. Or how they can interfere with that, or how they can, disrupt you know, things disrupt in things in your marriage. Every every time you're trying to be in a point where you want to give honor to your husband, and you got somebody talking down about, oh, child, he, ain't, you know, this or girl, you didn't, you know, you always checking in with, you know, understand and, and be able to, and yeah, yeah, be able to understand some things, dudes. When you out here, brothers, and you're honoring your wife, and you got dudes trying to, 
you know, trying to play you out and talking about, you know, you know, taking things back off the dresser instead of, you know, and taking them out of your wife's purse and getting them back. Man, understand that the greatest thing that 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 you can do is honor your wife when you're in your marriage and and it's not just something you do behind closed doors. When you honor your spouse consistently behind closed doors, it's easy to honor your wife when you're or your spouse when you're out and around people. Right. It's not it's not a show, it's not for recognition. But it's what you do and it's what's ingrained in your relationship. It's mm -hmm. what's a part of your relationship because you have to build your relationship with each other, understanding that this is your life partner. This is the person I say life partner. And I listen, you going beyond the mundane. Your wife or your husband, as God has ordained in the word of God, not what the world is telling you is okay. Not what people are telling you. It's all right to make you feel good and call you in some stuff, but, but what the word of God has ordained and established right. marriage between a man and a woman, um, honoring your spouse and being a blessing is, is something that will bring you joy because yeah. you understand <laughs> how it brings them joy, yeah. you know? Uh, my wife says, it's funny, like, you know, we, I preached that, remember I preached at Antioch, I was going to say St. Paul, but it was Antioch, mm -hmm. and um, Pastor Paul Long, Antioch, Chester, South Carolina, shout out to Antioch Baptist Church family and Pastor Paul Long and, and, and Sister Long, um, he invited me down to preach for his revival, and, um, you know, in the, you know, just following the lead of the Holy Spirit of God and not, you know, just that's where my focus and my intention is. Um, and later on, there's a gentleman that goes to his church that takes pictures and he shared all these pictures with us that he captured during that service. And he shared a picture with us of you. And it's that picture with your hands kind of together and you're looking up, but you're, you're looking towards the pulpit and you're listening intently. Mm -hmm. And it's like, just to, just to, just to see that look on your face while I'm doing what God has called me to do mm -hmm. and to know that you're right there with me mm -hmm. and to know that <laughs> that is something that you, you encourage me in my gifting. You encourage me in my calling. You, you're, you're right there. Right. And you, you're you're so much a part. You are a part of the ministry because you're my wife. We're one. But it's just it's just like you saying, you know, when I walk in the room, you know, you're yep. looking for I'm, me. My eyes are on <laughs> on on the move. They look in the, and, and so it's just, it's just like with me when I walk in and I see you, you know, mm -hmm. I smile. I yep. feel better. I'm good. I'm in that place. And so I love you. Um, I love you. Thank you for being on tonight. I'm gonna let you. You know, <laughs> I've been talking a lot, but we, and we're going to come back, everybody, because there's so much that we got to yeah, share. So much. Uh, so much we got to share. We just got on here tonight and just freestyled a little bit, talked about a few things, dealing with the foundation in the early years of our marriage. Um, but we're, we will be back and we yes. will come back together and share with you guys how God brought us through some difficult times, mm -hmm. because out of these 31 years where we are now, we had to go through some things Amen. Um, and God brought us out yes, in spite did. of us. He brought us out yeah. and brought us to this place where we are now. So 
Uh, we just want to kind of come on here, share some wisdom, share our story, um, talk a little bit about marriage. And I love to hear, even though I've been talking a lot, next time I promise <laughs> Bernadette's going to talk more than me. <laughs> I but, always tell him that ahead, I'm I'm the behind the scenes person. You know, wherever we go, whenever he he receives a call to to um, preach the gospel, you know, I, I'm excited to hear you know what what as he says what heaven has to has to say, and I I just I'm just you know I'm like a I'm like a mother cub you know just go ahead baby I I, I got you I see you I, I'm I'm so proud of you you know and you know where God has brought us from to this point and. I'm always behind the scene. I'm fine behind the scene. I'm not the talker. He does all the talking. You know, if it's something that I need to say um, or that the Holy Spirit, can, you know, gives me to say, I say what I have to say and I get out the way. Um, so I'm not I'm not the talker when it comes to things like this. Um, you know, when we are just when it's just us and family. Yeah, we got jokes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we kick oh, it. Yeah. We kick it hard. Yeah. But you know, other than that, look for me behind the scenes. I'm never far away, though. Well, the cool thing is, is that like we we balance each other. Yeah, um, we do. You know, you are so full of wisdom. Um, I asked you a question the other day about a tomato plant, and this kind of stems <laughs> back to something we were talking about, something we were dealing with. And I asked, I asked you a question. I said, if you have a tomato plant, and it's 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 given a given all of these beautiful red ripe tomatoes, even though you're allergic, even though you don't eat them, but it's right. given all these beautiful red ripe tomatoes. And one vine produces one tomato with one bad spot. I asked you because what the reference, what the analogy was going for was that sometimes, you know, believers have bad days, y'all. Yes. Christians have difficult days. We do. Christians have days where they may say something that they that is out of character and they have to go back and repent yeah. because of the godly sorrow. Right. They may have a day where, where where it's just a difficult time and they're 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 going through and they may not be how they normally are. And that's an aberration, but that's part of being human. And, and so I asked this question in reference to a believer having a bad day. I didn't tell her up front, but that's the analogy. All this beautiful fruit that 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 this tomato plant puts out in one particular vine puts out a tomato that's 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 that has a black spot in it or has a spot that's rotten in it. And I said, do you pull up the whole vine and throw it away or or do you deal with that tomato and that one vine? What did you say? You remember what you said? I said you um, you remove that one, that one that tomato that's that's rotten and that's bad, you get rid of it and you continue to let that, that vine flourish. The first thing you said, that's what you said. Second, the first thing you said, though, you said, I will examine the okay. rest of the fruit and examine the plant. Okay. You said, I'll look at it first and mm -hmm. I'll examine it. And, and, and so it just blessed me because the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, because sometimes you know, when we're going through things and, and 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 folk, you know, as a believer, you want to honor God in every way, yes. every time, all, all the, time. the time. All the time. But but you have difficult days. Mm -hmm. And and so when you have a difficult day or you're struggling with something in your some area, 
because we're still praying for deliverance in areas in our lives and God is still sanctifying us and transforming us and he's still working some things out. It blows my mind to hear other Christians say when a, a believer stumbles or has a bad day and they supposed to be a Christian. Mm. Well, they are a believer right. because if you examine the rest of the fruit, mm -hmm. if you touch and agree with them in the spirit, and, and you know that the Holy Spirit within you bears record and witness that you're a child of God and you see the Holy Spirit of God operating in their lives and it bears the Holy Spirit has the fruit of the Spirit of God is, is evident in their lives. You cannot throw away everything about their walk for one bad one day bad or day. one bad issue. Right. Yeah, like, we, and so, so for me, that was the analogy, but your, your response and that wisdom and that response, that's why I love to hear you talk, even though you don't talk much, even though you be behind, no, I don't. <laughs> be behind the scenes, you know, low playing it, but the that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. But that's, the, it goes back to the word, you know, the Bible says, let a man examine himself, yes. you know? So yeah. I have to, I have to ask God to, to show me, show me, me, show That's me where, right. you know, That's show right. me where I've fallen short so that I can get it right. So I'm not out there, you know, being in, being, being a stumbling block for someone else or making God ashamed because that's something I, I never, ever, you know, mm -hmm. want to do is to make God ashamed, you know, and the other so, ask, I'm sorry, go ahead, so I, so I have to, you know, I have to constantly pray that God will, you know, will creating me a, a clean heart and will always renew a right spirit. So, you know, examine, I have to examine myself. Lord, show me myself, yeah. show me my fault, show me my wrong, show me where I need to, um, where I need correction, where I need growth, where I need improvement. I, because I can't do it without you. So I need you to show me that. Yeah. Another aspect of that too is so that I can extend grace to others. Like the word yes, says, Lord. so I can extend grace to others. to others. The same grace I received from Jesus, that same grace I'll be able to extend to others. Yes. So beloved, we bless God for you guys tonight. Um, this is, we're going to bring this part of the podcast to a close. Master Chief is going to chop it up and get it ready <laughs> for the pot of spear. Um, and I'll be back. My brother, Pastor Tim, we, Pastor we got, Tim. we got, we have an episode where we're going to talk about uh, uh, liberty or license um, and that's going to be good Bernadette and I will be back talking some more about marriage and the kingdom but in the meantime and in the in between time we want to say to you you tell them good night babe because I'm going to sign them off in a second good night grace and peace and may the love of God always be with you that's going to do it right there grace and peace beloved we'll holler Love ya. The Beyond the Mundane Mission Podcast. Check us out. <laughs> <laughs>